I love your eyes. You guys, if you do not know yet, Ula and I, um, when we record our podcast, we always do it in video with, you know, the grand idea that maybe one day we'll share, we'll share clips of this. But we had an even better idea that now we are allowing five people to actually join us when we are doing our live recordings of our podcast. So you guys can be our guests. You get to see all the stuff that happens visually between Ula and I, (laughs) energetically between Ula and I, that doesn't get shared in the recording because it's only audio. So if you guys are interested in being a guest to our future recordings, or if you want to ask a question that Ula and I and our Dead People team can answer for you during our recording, uh, you now have that option. So check it out in the show notes. You can find it on Instagram, but we're so thrilled, 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 thrilled to keep expanding our offers for people to engage with us. Yes, it's going to be amazing. And that starts, well, when this recording comes, it, it starts in two weeks. Because that's also another benefit of you coming and joining us as a guest because you'll get to hear the episode two weeks before everybody else. And you actually get to hear it live and you'll get the recording as is, no editing whatsoever. Mm-mm. Although we don't really edit that much anyway. <laughs> Just the random little glitches that we have, but like 99.9% of what we say on a podcast um, we say in um, real time, live, when we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make sense, but yes. <laughs> oh. and 99% of what we say on the podcast, we say in the recording. Yes. <laughs> in real time, while we're recording. I guess I should have said while we're recording. <laughs> So all this magic, you guys, what we're trying to really, really tell you is that there's a lot of magic that happens between Ula and I, Mm -hmm. and this is stuff that we do not rehearse. We do not script. We do not powwow and brainstorm. We wait for guidance. And that's what makes all of this stupid, easy fun. So this is a great way for you guys to actually also learn how to create a life of stupid, easy fun and really um, give up the struggle of making shit happen because... Mm -hmm. We've learned the most beautiful way that we don't need to make any shit happen. We just get to be, which is a perfect segue into today's topic of I am. So what are we talking about today, honey? We are talking about I am. Who are you? What are you? I think what are you is even better question than who are you? We tend to have an um, answer readily available when somebody asks you who are you you know those those uh business profiles or whatever you're doing in in school somebody asks you who are you we have a list of things readily available saying that i am a b c d but actually the better question is what are you what are you being what is the being of you and um, I'm going to throw this back to you, Gladys, because you said it so beautifully and so perfectly a little over a week ago. I am love and adoration. Mm-hmm. Everything that I emit is grounded in love and adoration. Everything that I receive is grounded in love and adoration. That's what I generate. That's what I receive. That's what I expect. That's what I know. And that is that is the I am of my essence, I think, mm-hmm. is what we're talking about. Yes, yes. Because we we so often forget the essence of who am I. 
what am I? There's so much outside noise that we focus on mm-hmm. and, and we let other people tell us and dictate uh, to us who we are and what we are being. And we're here to tell you today to stop it. Just stop doing that. <laughs> and and what's the alternative, honey? <laughs> For all those people out there that are just trying to do their best in life and would stop it if they really could because they are not here to punish themselves and make their lives miserable. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's that's what probably the step number one, stop punishing yourself. It's it's not worth it. You don't have to do it. You get to be exactly who you want to be. And you you can't you can't be anybody but you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think where this gets crunchy for people is, and I love how you caveated it with, we get taught how to have that sense of who we are based on what we've done in our mm-hmm. lives. Um, or they're, they're all labels, they're all categories and boxes that we end up stating. But being able to ask that question within yourself of who am I or what am I being, that question in itself is inviting you to have an intimate dialogue with you. And I think that's where people get hung up is they don't want to entertain that conversation. They have too much um, noise, baggage, old stories. I just think too many narratives from the past mm-hmm. that have led them to conclude that what they're being is maybe not good enough, not successful enough, not this, but it's through the lens of judgment, or they've been told in the past that they don't matter. So who are they? Nothing. I mean, I remember that. Who do you think you are? You're nothing. Well, then if somebody were to really invite me to have this dialogue within myself, I wouldn't want to go there because Mm -hmm. who wants to have a dialogue with that part of them that feels that they're worse shit? So this is really where we get to start is not beating ourselves up so that we feel safe to invite this dialogue, but also being really honest with what is inside your heart. Mm -hmm. And instead of trying to search for this idealized response, I am magnificence. I am this, I am that. When you don't believe it, that, that then becomes just another way that you end up feeling more, empty, more hollow, Mm -hmm. more disconnected, more disappointed. Whereas if you can start with, I am scared. Mm -hmm. I am unsure. I have no fucking idea who the fuck I am. I remember having that moment very clearly many times bawling on my couch. Um, This was several years ago. I didn't know who I was. And start there and see if you can just make room for that part of you without beating yourself up, without feeling like you need to fix it. Because that's the starting point to developing a safe relationship with you. And then what are you being in that moment with you becomes an opportunity to check in with your energy around how you're feeling about this whole process to even begin with. And this is where you can practice a lot more gentle love towards yourself. And there's no wrong place to start. You can't get this wrong because there is only one you. So you, you really cannot get it wrong. And wherever you are and wherever you're starting, that's perfect. And I love that you um, brought up that you can feel, you know, you can start where you feel unsure, you feel scared, you feel 
angry, you feel mad. All those places are perfect places to start if that's where you are. And little by little, it becomes easier to say that I am love, I am adoration, I am everything, and I expect that from other people. It becomes easier. But that mm-hmm. most likely that's not your starting point, and it's okay. Totally. Mm, I love that so much, honey, because often we don't think it's okay and we have to strive to get to this other destination. And in some ways, I mean, that is kind of what we're encouraging people to do. But if you see it through the lens, not of where you're at is wrong, but rather like you're saying as a starting point, this is your, your effort to show yourself curiosity about you. And think about it through the lens of any relationship that you would start. Uh, when you first meet somebody, you don't immediately expect that stranger to change and be all of these other things. You take your time to get to know their name. Where did they grow up? You feel their energy in response to your energy. There's a lot of curiosity and openness there. And for most of us, we probably haven't had that model to show us how to have curiosity and openness towards our own selves. And so this is a beautiful way to just remind yourself that that's all you're doing here is you're creating a relationship. And if you get curious enough, you can start to see that those parts of you that maybe have been labeled as bad or not good, or you might judge yourself all of a sudden you can say, wow, those parts are actually really fucking amazing. And in thinking, sweetie, of an experience we just had with somebody who is such a beautiful fucking bright light in this world and has this superpower of being able to see through the bullshit. And even if this person saw that as something negative, it's it's actually something to embrace because it allows for clarity. So you can start to do that to yourself and realize that all these bits that you get to curiously come upon are allowing you to become accepting of you. And that's the best feeling of where love can start when you can really accept somebody as they are and hold space for it. Oh my God. Seriously, honey. (laughs) Yes. You also see Gladys's face. Betsy realizes that she's talking to herself. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, dead people. Oh, my God. Yes, our dead people showed up at perfect time and showed Gladys that, yes, you're speaking to yourself, honey. So (laughs) let let yourself embrace this, too. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. Aww. And that's one of the reasons we do this podcast, too, because we get clarity from all these things, too, all the time, all the time. And the beautiful thing is that our dead people, our inner self, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, they're not interested in other people's opinions about you. Mm -mm. They don't care. And they are here to support you for, for whatever it is that you want to be whoever you want to be, however you want to feel in your everyday life. Mm -hmm. And they are here to hold your hand. 
if you allow it. And then it's it's a discussion that we never really have. You grow up believing that you need to face the reality. You need to listen to your parents. You need to listen to your teachers. And you have all these voices coming at you, telling what you should be or who you should be um, based on where you live or where you go to school or, you know, how many siblings you have, um, all of that. It's, it's put in your brain and you carry that around thinking that that's that, okay, I need to build myself based on this. And we're here to tell you that you don't have to. You can let all that shit go. Mm-hmm. Whatever of that feels good, keep that. Anything that feels bad and feels shitty in your life, let it go. I'm, I know it's easier said than done. Than just Oh, yeah, just let go. And it's going to be all... Uh, happy bunnies and whatever bliss bunnies yes <laughs> bliss bunnies and rainbows <laughs> it's it's not going to happen overnight but when you actually look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself i give you permission to let that shit go that little bit will shift your mindset around this thing and 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 with practice you're going to start letting go mm-hmm. and at the end, then you realize that, wait, I don't have all that heaviness in me. Now I can actually start building on who I want to be. Yeah. And it's truly a, a simple practice, which we've said before, not easy to implement because sometimes we don't want to feel better. Sometimes we are too invested in our old narratives to even allow for a new narrative. Because if we were to allow ourselves to let go of these past stories of who we are, or where, who we've been, what we've invested in to become that version of us that now we're like, nah, don't really like it. It it's scary to think about what comes next. Uh, and I think that is a place where people have not been taught how to tolerate, which is the space of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And yet the space of the unknown is where the magic happens. It's the in-between where anything and everything is possible. I talk about this in my book, The Good Goodbye. So if we can harness this unknown in-between space from where you have been in terms of relationship to that question of who am I? And then just even entertain what, what you would love to say in terms of what you are being, how you would love to feel. And Ula's been saying this, feel, feel, feel. This is all about feeling, you guys. This isn't about coming up with a beautiful elevator pitch that you can use at your next networking event when somebody says, who are you? This is about you feeling into the real experience of you. And that real experience of you is so multifaceted. It's not just going to be one thing. I am happy, right? Like, yeah, you're going to be happy. You're going to be sad. You're going to be miserable. You're going to be intelligent. You're going to be all these things in between. But even making room to just 
let it all exist instead of feeling like you need to figure it out and then hook onto one thing is stretching your mind. It's stretching your heart, it's stretching your energy, and then your emotions can have room to grow into that desired state that you have. And all of us want to feel good when it comes to ourselves, but many of us have gone through lots of tough experiences, especially as kids that made it really hard to believe that we were safe Mm -hmm. to feel however we want to feel. And this is some of the unraveling that we're being invited to do, which is why it can feel scary at first is what, what are we going to find? What's going to be there? Or like I said earlier, sometimes we don't want to because we, we feel like it's too risky and we'd rather just keep playing out the same narrative, keep, just putting up with what is and keep getting it back and then not expect anything more. And it, we just kind of go through life on automatic mode. Yeah. And it's one of the things also what makes us feel unsafe in these moments is that we're so used to looking at evidence on uh, outside of us. And when you ask for evidence, you're going to get it. It doesn't matter what kind of evidence, if you're asking evidence that you suck you're going to find that evidence one way or another you're going to start feeling more and more of that if you look for evidence that you are love you're going to start finding that uh but of course when you keep seeing this evidence that you're used to and has felt safe and you can't let go of that you're going to keep seeing it more and more and more and that can stop you on tracks and make you feel like i it doesn't matter what I say to myself. It doesn't matter how I feel. The evidence is there. Mm-hmm. And that is the hard part because we are so accustomed to, to looking at the, the so-called reality and being like, oh, yeah, this is what is real. And this is how life works when it is actually the complete opposite. You get to feel your way into that reality. You get to create what you see on the outside. And it might be scary, but I, I promise you it's worth it. It is mm-hmm. so freaking worth it. It's when you, you start seeing those little magical things happen around you, oh, my God. It just, it just opens your heart and it opens your entire life. Mm-hmm. One thing that we would recommend for folks and what keeps popping up for me is the – the way that the brain works, but also how energy works, because we're, we all kind of get inundated with how the brain works and the neural pathways that get established over lifetimes that then lead you to certain kind of certain beliefs, certain outcomes, certain expectations. But what we don't get taught is that we are energetic beings. And as energetic beings, we are constantly generating energy. And we are also receiving energy. So the gen- the energy that you generate out is going to attract a similar vibrational energy back to you. This is why if you keep looking at the negative, you will keep receiving the negative back. And most of us do this unconsciously. But when mm-hmm. you start to realize, wait, I have choice in here. And then you notice and catch yourself when you are spinning in the negative and then you get negative back and you're like, well, the reality says it's that that's what it is. It is all negative. It's all shit. This isn't going to work out. 
It's pausing and remembering, okay, this all starts with me. I'm the one, I am the generator of energy. Somebody else is not your generator of Mm -hmm. energy. And when you take that kind of responsibility, that is actually when your life begins to change because you are now not dependent on other people to give you anything in order for you to feel a certain way about yourself. You now are generating it within you and people will only reflect that back to you. And those that can't reflect it back to you, you don't take it personally, which has been a big realization for me is it doesn't mean anything because if you're really grounded in generating your own energy. So for me, I am love and adoration. That's what I generate out of Gladys. Mm-hmm. And because I generate it so much, it's infinite. It is easy for me to express love and adoration to people, to situations, to animals, to plants, to nature, to my home. It's so easy for me to do that. And it doesn't mean anything about me. And that realization for me allowed me to anchor even more deeply into my I am, right? And so for anybody starting this as a practice, it's remembering the gentleness that is required for you to be intimate with yourself, but to also really get this visual of you get to generate whatever you, you want. So what do you want to generate? energetically? What do you want to put out into this world that will always come back to you in that same vibrational match? And how does that allow you to get more intimate with understanding who you are at your core? One thing that comes to my mind, um, oh, this was brought up to me, actually, let's keep, keep it real. It was brought up to me by my dear dead people. Um, the feeling we talked so much about feeling and feeling like how you want to be even that can be difficult for some people like well okay yeah I want to feel love and I want to feel like I'm generating love but I don't even know what that feels like Mm. Um, so here's a good exercise you if you can find the exact feeling that you want to feel like and and that would be your quote-unquote end goal for you Find something similar, something that feels a little more safe, a little easier for you, because it all has to be stupid, easy, fun. If you're getting frustrated with this, uh, uh, don't do it. <laughs> We're going to be the first ones to say, yeah. no, 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 that's not, no, that's not the way to do it if it doesn't feel fun, if it doesn't feel easy. That's that, yeah, don't, don't go there back up and, and do something else that makes it easy and fun and so it, let's say that you want to be love, but you don't really know how to feel that. You've been in such deep end of the pool of all kinds of shit that you don't even fathom what it is to be love. You probably know what it feels like to be kind. Mm. So you can start there. Start feeling that. Start feeling that I am kindness. And you should get tingle around your uh, all through your body because that's your dead people telling you, yeah, 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 you do. You know how to feel that. Mm-hmm. And after you've done practicing that feeling, you can move on to something else. Appreciation. I know how to be appreciation. And eventually you will get 
to that big feeling of I am love and I generate love. And people around me, no matter where I go, that's what they get from me. So these are the baby steps. We all want to take baby steps. Don't try to jump through big hoops mm -hmm. when it doesn't feel right. You know, too, I love that, honey, so much. And the reminder, too, to always, always, always tend to your nervous system throughout mm -hmm. this. Um, trauma keeps popping up for me because a lot of times where, where people um, – might find that they have this is really difficult or it might even bring up like a, p a pang pang is that a word pang a pang in your chest no it is <laughs> i don't know it's weird i don't know why <laughs> anyway if it if it hurts you <laughs> if it hurts your heart if it feels achy if it makes you anxious whatever you're just having a physiological response to any of this uh it's important to to recognize that those of us that have gone through experiences in life where we have been traumatized that part of where we have to go frequently, 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 frequently is back to our nervous systems and mm -hmm. regulate our nervous systems. Because sometimes even this conversation can be so, can feel triggering and it can then lead to that physiological response of shutdown, which is your being protecting you. That's all it is. It's actually mm -hmm. a very healthy response, but we sometimes are needing to learn that whatever responses we had to protect us in the past aren't needed now. And that's a softening process. So always start with your nervous system. We constantly remind you guys that you, we have, you have access to the Reset Remedy, which is free. You'll find it in the show notes. And this is a way to remind your nervous system, I got you. I'm not going to abandon you. I'm here with you. I'm listening to you. I've got you in a very secure space. And that then allows your brain to get out of the, the fight or flight mode, right? Because now it's not looking for where's a danger, where's a danger, where's a danger. Sometimes we can believe that the danger is feeling more love. Seriously, you guys. So that allows your mind to ease up a little bit. And then with that big exhale through your body, you can start to explore the feelings. And this becomes just a beautiful way for you to dance with, with your own being. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. It's it's so important that we take care of our physical body, not only, you know, the exercise and eating right and all that that we do. Um because that is uh it, that's individual too. Whatever is eating right for you, it not it's not necessarily eating right for me. But the nervous system we we, we forget about that. Mm -hmm. It's the society we live in, especially the Western society, we are really focused on the external and, you know, the, the physicality of our bodies and, and even nervous system is, 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 con is considered kind of like a mental health thing, which it's not. It totally. really isn't. It's, it's part of your, your body, your system, your, your computer. So, you, have, you really have to take care of that. And it's a really, really good place to go to when your mind is spinning out of control. Yeah. Because you are not going to, to stop that, that spinning without first focusing on your nervous system and, and calming down. Mm-hmm. 100%. And then that's relief, you guys. This is where relief comes in because all that spinning is fucking exhausting. Mm-hmm. And it can actually keep you locked in trauma. 
And, and that becomes just a, a very gentle way for you to notice your own process again, without judgment is, Oh, my mind is spinning. Oh, I've been consumed in thought about this situation for the last 20 fucking minutes, staring blindly at the TV or the ceiling. Okay. What can I do to calm my nervous system down? Cause my nervous system is really agitated. That's awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and then from there, that act of care towards yourself will generate more and more and more of that care towards all parts of your being. And then you've been caring mm-hmm. and that feels good. And that becomes a building block. Yes. And that can be your first building block to I am, I am caring. This is such a juicy, juicy topic. And sweetie, I love, I've actually seen a trend that I don't know how many weeks ago that we started when we opened the door up to talking about relationships because our dead people were like, it's time. What's so beautiful is that since then we keep going back to it, keep going back to it and realizing that relationship is not just in relation to another person. It really is this beautiful relationship of exploration with our own selves because everything generates there first and then goes outward. Um, but I just think that all of this is just so, it's just healing. And mm-hmm. I'm just so happy that we are talking about this and that our dead people continue to say, stay on this topic because I know for me being somebody that for a big chunk of my early life, I felt completely unlovable. Um, it was very hard for me to listen to any messages encouraging me to love myself or to boost my self-esteem or to be confident. I rejected all of that because I was too invested in believing that I was nothing, which was a lot of the messages that I just received mm-hmm. growing up. And I was too invested in that pain to be able to allow in any, any kind of message to give me relief. And now looking back and even seeing moments that might come up in our current lives for Ula and I, where who we are uh, might not match what we're receiving externally, it's amazing how we can stay grounded. And, and sometimes, like for me, this is a newer practice. Ula, you've been doing this for several years. But to root back in to who you are becomes a healing salve to navigate those moments mm-hmm. when maybe what is being reflected to you externally isn't what you would like. And that moment of contrast is just helping you refine what it is that you do want to invite back in. But the clarity that you will have to know what you want to invite in can only happen when you're clear inside about who you are Mm -hmm. and what you're generating outward and within you, all around you as the being of you. And again, I want to um, say that there's nothing wrong if you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. That is the starting point too. If you cannot answer question who you are, rather than just listing things that you've achieved, if you can't answer the question, it's okay. Yeah, you can start there, and 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 I think that actually sounds kind of fun because then you get to create a this fabulous person, whoever it is, and you get to choose. It is all up to you. And it is your practice and you get to do it your way. We're here just to show you a few little examples how you can do it. But you can find your own way too. Yeah. Which is going to be the best way Mm -hmm. for you. You are fabulous. You are amazing. You are magical. You are love. You are kind. You are generous. You are open-hearted. You are fun. You are funny. You are 
deep you are, all of the above, and so much more.